G'day and welcome to Breaking the Making. It's a podcast where sometimes destiny and like, I don't know, some things just poke out at me when I'm looking for music or I get through like a thousand press releases every week and sometimes I'll just like completely skim over and then names will like pop out and Joan and the Giants was one of those names over the last couple of weeks that I was just, for some reason, Instagram was pushing you guys. I got the press releases and I was just like, this is this is the music destiny world telling me that I have to get you guys on. It's Grace from Joan of the Giants. How are you going? I'm good and I love destiny. That's great. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I, I hadn't heard of you guys before the last couple of weeks and um, we'll get onto the new song a little bit later, but I heard that and I was like, yeah, no, I'm a big fan. And having the power of this podcast, I can just go, yeah, why, why not come on and talk about it? Um, well, Love but it. I think I some of, I think some of the reason why the the name kind of etched in my na- um, head is just because it's a little bit long. But also, like I've only ever asked this twice on the podcast because it's such a generic question. I don't like doing it unless I'm genuinely curious. Like I thought your name was going to be Joan, but it's not. It's Grace. <laughs> so like, where where does this come from? That is such a good question. It, it, um, I mean, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a question we get because people are shocked and horrified that my name is not Joan. Uh, but yeah, basically I really did not like Grace and the Giants. It just didn't flow off the tongue. Uh, I just didn't like the way it sounded. And also it's not just my band, you know, it's really, it's not just about Grace. And I think I was, I was thinking about names, starting with a J, J, like Jane, all these different kind of Jenny, which was, just didn't flow. And then Aaron, the guitarist, and um, my partner was basically like, Joan, Joan. I was like, Joan, it's so powerful. There's so many amazing Joans throughout history, like Joan of Arc, who was powerful as heck. Uh, You know, it just makes me kind of, when we perform, that name is almost like, I don't know, another entity. It's like, it's really powerful to me. And it's it's kind of like a possession almost. (laughs) Mm, So like, that's, that's like your stage name. You go on and you just become Joan, I guess. Yeah, especially in the performance. Like between singing, I'm still like quirky, quirky old me. But like in the actual mm-hmm. performance, it's almost like an embodiment of power and strength. It's really nice. Yeah, something different. Now that you've said Jane, I reckon Jane and the Giants would have been sick. I know you've gone with Joan, um, <laughs> but Jane and the Giants, I was like, fuck you. I should have been in this. Um, I'm really good at picking names for things. Um, so <laughs> maybe changing it now. It's, it's over. I'm sorry, Joan. You're gone. <laughs> I mean, you could have had it probably a couple of years to maybe stick with it. Maybe it's not gelling too good yet, but um, we'll see. <laughs> now, I really like. I've had so many guests on from small artists that are like two songs in to some of the biggest artists around Australia, and I love every single interview that I do. But I really love the smaller podcasts, um, the spin-off podcasts. Sorry, because the guests are genuinely more honest um with what's going on with their music and that type of stuff and in i really care about like statistics streams all that type of stuff and i hate when the bigger bands are like oh yeah streams don't really mean anything to us blah blah blah," because it's the generic answer and i hate that because it's like this podcast is kind of about not only helping music fans understand their favorite artists but kind of understand up and coming artists that you know this is we go through the same thought process as well now you're I only found you guys a couple of weeks ago, so I go through streams, I go through that type of stuff, and it's interesting because you guys, like, you get streams, but you can't get past, like, that 50k mark on any of your tracks, but, like, you get traction, 
and then it kind of stays there. Which yeah, it's really annoying. <laughs> yeah, see, that's see, like that's honesty straight up. So like, do streams mean much to you? Like, when songs come out, are you looking at that type of stuff and go, okay, this worked well, this didn't? What's it all mean for you guys? Absolutely, I think streaming is really, really important. Whilst I have issues, in some ways I have issues um, that, you know, I guess per stream you get such little money, like a 0.004 mm. cents. But like Born. streaming is so important um, because unfortunately in the modern world when it comes to labels, festivals, shows, you know, getting on a big support, a lot of the time they're looking at your streaming, um, mm-hmm. which sucks because like, I mean, a lot it really should be about the quality of the music. Uh, but... I guess that is kind of reflected in streaming sometimes. It's just so difficult because, you know, a lot of these, a lot of small artists like us struggle to kind of land those big editorial playlists where you get that big exposure. Thankfully, we just landed like a small one and I was like dancing around the house. I was like, heck yes. <laughs> I was just, I was just looking at it. It was, um, was it new, new like, finds, A U N N Z? Fresh finds, yeah. And it's Fresh finds, like, close enough. It was good. Like it's such an honor to like, finally i guess i mean we got we got a small one last year as well and even that is so nice to because it it is such a struggle with streaming because it's like you know and you don't want to get fake streams either because you can totally tell when you know artists are getting bots and you know fake streaming which is also just not good um but it is a real hustle and a hassle streaming and it is something that we do care about and we have to be motivated by and we have to be checking in on it and it's also nice to see where people are listening from around the world and when you have genuine listeners who follow you, it's, it's freaking awesome because you can see that in all the statistics. Um, mm. And we do care about it. It's an absolute, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to swear on this podcast, but Go for your life. it's a bitch. <laughs> but, you know, it's the world that we live in and the modern music industry is so based around it. So Yeah, I, I agree and disagree at the same time. It's um, when getting on like supports and that type of stuff, I think it's kind of um, hand in hand of like quality and statistics and numbers and streams and all that type mm-hmm. of stuff. It's a collective of what that, what's going on for the band in that current um, state or scene or whatever they're in. Like TikTok numbers, like they can um, inflate someone and they can have millions of streams. But when you go to a show, there's like 30 people. Um, yeah, so I think, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think it's really hard to navigate these days. Don't get me wrong, good music is good music, but. Um, I think there's we're in this really shitty spot of like we don't really know what's going on, how things are becoming successful, and I don't know. Maybe the next twelve months mm. will be something different. Um, I but think, you know what I, I'm going to add a little bit there. I think also like it's sort of like obviously the streaming, the TikToks, the Instagrams, the social media, and all that. But I think like for us, we've really built our local audience through hundreds of live performances and shows and getting on the road and I think for us we're still such a a kind of um, from the ground up you know very driven uh, live performing band Um, and that's definitely helped us get the real like solid you know audience that we have and the fans actually love the music is really from the live performances at the moment. Um, Good old-fashioned way of getting yeah. <laughs> getting supporters and that type of stuff. It's not it's yeah. not um, bloody all the social media work. Although I spend seventy five percent of my time doing social media, doing all that type of stuff, and it's it's a it's a grind. But the old-fashioned just quantity and keeping consistency. The only thing you can do that's you know that's a guaranteed way of growing. Not sure how much growth, but exactly and that's where it's like the balance between the live performance and then also having a real presence online and Mm. caring about your numbers and caring about your audience online i think that's really important as well 
Absolutely. Mm. Getting to the next level, kind of spoke about it a little bit before, but when you kind of can't at this point get over that, you know, I don't know, 50k stream, 100k stream type of barrier, how much, how frustrating is that as a kind of group when, you know, you think you've got this song, it's a little bit different from the last one, it goes well early on. How do you keep picking yourselves up and go, all right, next one, this one, this, you know, we've got to put everything into this, we've got to put everything into that. How does that keep churning? <laughs> oh, mate, I don't know. Maybe I'm at my wit's end. I think we're all a bit crazy in some ways because we just, we kind of just keep living for the magic of songwriting. Like, I think no matter how many streams or how well it does online, at the end of the day, you have to really bloody enjoy doing it. Mm. Um, and that's like, I mean, for us, we always get our hopes up being like, hopefully this is the one that lands and hopefully, you know, this one gets, you know, to that level of streaming and hopefully this one really does well. And I, I feel like our audience is going to love this and it's going to grow. Like, I think that about every single release we do, I'm like, this one's better than the last one. And, you know, this will really hit, I hope. But at the end of the day, like, if it doesn't, it's kind of up to the artists and up to us if we want to just keep the damn hustle up. Like, if we want to keep going. We're such a driven band that it's like, at the moment, we're just... You know we've been going hard for the last five years and we're not stopping anytime soon but it definitely has moments of like crashing when things don't go the way that you planned and then you're just like in a ball of tears you know eating ice cream at night just being like what the hell do i need to do but <laughs> but like yeah you just keep going because at the end of the day like songwriting is therapy and it's so good for us and our mental health and the actual connection that we get from shows is amazing so we just keep the damn going <laughs> basically you re you just replace that with podcasting and that's kind of me just in a nutshell um, <laughs> like especially just like the crash like sometimes you're like oh yep i've got this episode and hopefully this gets us into don't get me wrong it's, it's great to have the platform that i have and people can't see get gigs and stuff and it's like you know this is really great but it's like it's not paying the bills right now and it's just like that's yeah. that's yeah. that's the goal to be able to do what you love but like say if you stop doing music or for me podcasting it's like that's always a goal to looking forward to and you take that goal away and it's just yeah. like all right what the fuck am i doing now exactly um, i think also it's so nice to have a creative outlet like if you have a million followers or if you have 10 followers, if you're getting something from it and you feel like it's giving you some, like your soul, some kind of creative freedom and, and you're talking to people and you're enjoying what you do, like you just got to keep going. And like, it's clearly working for you and it's slowly, slowly working for us. <laughs> so just got to keep doing it, you know? You said before that every song you think this one could be the one, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think Cool Kid... I really like it. I think it's easily your best song. Um, it has those Elijah and Delusional type vibes, um, that kind of like raspiness in your voice. I really like. What's what's the... Th this is the first one in 2023, right? Like you guys haven't released for um, the last well, almost a year. So like... Yeah, since September last year. Yeah. Yeah, so it's that like, hey man, it's whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why why kind of kickstart your year with this one because this one's a, a like a bit more has a bit more oomph to it than the last one so why kind of reintroduce yourselves with this one i think it's because i just i think for a long time i really i cared about this like cohesiveness of sound and if we're going to do pop let's keep writing pop 
And eventually, I guess with what we're saying, like that crashing point, um, you sort of just like, I don't give a damn anymore. I'm going to write whatever the hell I want. Um, and I wrote this song when I was really upset about something. Um, well, a lot of things. Uh, and I had a lot of like frustration and that really comes out in the vocals. Like there's a, it's, it feels very like sort of vulnerable, but also like angry and energetic and grindy. Um, Grindy you know, was the word I was looking grindy. for before. Oh. <laughs> ah! uh, and it really is. And also at live shows, it just it, it, it started going off last year when we started playing it and people just would like sing along to the ending. So I think a lot of people relate to like never feeling like the cool kid. And, uh, I think a lot of people do really feel that way. Um, and I just wanted to release something that felt really fun to me and all the videos that go with it are really fun and the video clip we put out is like just such a good message and it all just felt like such a actually like a really good positive next step for us into the sound that we also want to be making too and we're just writing whatever we want and we're just going to release whatever sound we want as well. I've spoken to a few bands this year um, that I've been close with and have spoken to over the podcast and they've started to see success in streams but also going to other um, states and that type of stuff. Basically saying what you just said of just kind of um, getting rid of the shackles, writing what you want. If it comes, it comes. But just writing what you want, performing what you want. And like sometimes in music, if you just don't overthink everything and just go with the flow, it works. But um, I think this one's been out for a couple of weeks now. And like you're already at 12K on Spotify for, for these streams. That's, that's, that's quite impressive. So I know we're in that we're in that early stage of two weeks, but how's the how's the mindset around this one? Is it like trying to keep um, goals kind of settled, or just riding it like a horse and going, come on, got to got got to get me up to fifty k or something? That is an absolute yeah. I mean, it's it's exactly what you're saying. We're riding it, absolutely. Um, and we're pushing it. You know, we had a launch on Saturday and it was so nice to see people connected to the song. Like they were screaming out the chorus and like, this definitely does feel like a song that's exciting to me. And yeah, the streaming has been really great so far and obviously getting on that Spotify playlist. And it's nice because when I didn't, I actually just didn't care. I sort of let go around this song. I was like, fuck it. You know, whatever happens, happens. If no one listens to it, fine i'm really proud of it and like (laughs) and we just did it and now i'm like obviously really driving it and um you know we did a gorgeous music video with a bunch of my acting students because i also teach acting and that's really like you know pumped the message out a lot and it's kind of a queer story um and we're sending well it is a queer story it's the whole message of cool kid is after i you know came out and um what that was like for me and and growing up you know in the in the family i did it's, it's kind of about all of this story and the, the, the video clip kind of sums it up. But the actual overall reaction has been so positive and so many people have reached out saying it relates to them and especially with the video too. So it's, it's been so overwhelmingly, like, you know, lovely. It's scary and vulnerable, but really lovely. So, yeah, I'm really happy. That's how you connect. Yeah. People love vulnerability. So if that's what connects, that's what's connects. For you guys over the next little bit, we're smack bang in the middle of the year. Is there anything you want to do before the end of the year? Um, how, like, is this, surely this one's not the only one coming out, right? It's really, no, I'm so excited. Oh my God. So we're actually right now today mastering our next single and I'm I'm more excited about this one than I am about Cool Kid. I'm not like, uh, I'm not. The, tip, <laughs> ooh, the typical fucking 
like, this one's good, but the next one, I yes, haven't heard that before. Seriously, the next one, like, I, I actually, you know, I mean, sometimes I listen to mixes and I'm like, oh my God, there's so much that needs to change about this. I'm actually not that happy with it yet. But like, when we got this mix back, I was just like, holy shit, like, this is it. This is a mix that I've been like dreaming of. Um, and I had no notes. I was like floored. Um, and I <laughs> no notes, just like a couple of exclamation marks. Yeah, yeah. I was like, because uh, usually I'm like, oh, this needs to change. I was literally like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> what's um, what's what's the vibe on on that next one? Is it kind of in the cool kid realm? Is it kind of you've just gone fuck it? We're writing what we want, performing what we want in that same realm. I think what it is, it's a mix between the cool kid energy meets like kind of stadium pop rock, indie stadium pop rock, where it's like, it's almost Mouthful. like London grammar, London grammar vibes meets like U2 meets King Leon kind of thing. Jesus. Um, I'm freaking excited. <laughs> I mean, I hope it's good. Now I'm really talking it up, but oh my God, I am excited. <laughs> that sounds like um, a few categories that you put that in. So is yeah. there a rough month you're looking forward to get it out or is it like super soon what can you give me any kind of scoop i'll take well we're hoping because we're going on tour our first ever headline over east tour in july um oh, and we're hoping to get out just at the beginning of the tour i mean fingers crossed everything goes to plan um but it's going to be coming out real soon i think well, oh, well, you know, just touring and new songs, they kind of go hand in hand. And East Coast, East Coast, we're always up for new music, so how good. Um, Grace from Joan of the Giants, thanks for coming on, and um, I hope this one cracks the 50k on Spotify. Oh, thank you. It's been such a pleasure, and it's been so nice to be honest. <laughs> yeah, no, right. Music, thank you for having me. You're the best.